part of the Alumni Takeover Week. I'm joined by my first ever co-host of the Morning Buzz, Kat Barnett, our newscaster, Isaiah Ramirez, and our sportscaster, Sam Spader, who I also used to host the Morning Buzz with, and our trends host, Gabby Lutz. But now it is time for me to give you all the proper introduction. Brandon transferred to Montclair State in 2014 and got involved with WMSC shortly after. Over the years, he served as promotions director, music librarian, and music director until he graduated in late 2016. He now works as a media operations manager for NBC Universal, and during his time off, he can be found fishing in the streams, rivers, and lakes of the Northeast. Kat started at Montclair State in 2012 as a freshman and got involved with WMSE her sophomore year. She was the co-news director and then the first female sports director at the station. She was also the first host of the Morning Buzz alongside Brandon. Since graduating, she works at MAP360 Collective, an entertainment marketing and PR agency, and is now located in none other than Las Vegas, Nevada. And last but not least, Sam. Sam is one of the former sports directors at WMSC, and in her final semester at the station, she stepped down from her position uh, sports to be assistant web director. She is now the director at News 12, New Jersey. Guys, it's great to have you on the show. It's great, great to, to be, be here. here. We haven't lost <laughs> a friend, and we haven't lost. No, not one bit. Well, uh, we are going to move on to the newscast, which is myself. <laughs> so in Montclair news, the Montclair Public Library will be kicking off a national search for a news director and bidding farewell to Peter Coyle, who has held the position since 2017. Four trustees as recently announced. Coyle will be resigning in December 10th, and he is the 16th director at the historic 128-year-old library. Now in New Jersey news, a Monmouth County man has filed a lawsuit against the Middleton Township Board of Education and former teacher claiming he was sexually abused repeatedly from the ages 13 to 16 in the mid-1990s. The man now 40 claims in court papers that a female language teacher at Thompson Middle School engaged in lewd and inappropriate conduct and or sexual abuse and assault in violations of New Jersey laws. In national news, New York City is now the first city in the nation to open two overdose prevention centers that will allow drug users to receive medical care and services to prevent drug overdose, overdose deaths. The overdose prevention centers, also known as supervised consumption sites or safe injection sites, provide a safer place for drug users to administer drugs and get medical care if they overdose, the city said. The center can also provide connections to treatment and social services for, to help in their recovery. Now it is time for the weather. In Montclair, we have a disgustingly cold one. We have a high of 45 and a low of 30, but my bones say the real feel is a solid negative 20. Expect to see some clouds, but the sun will be out today. As of now, expect no precipitation, but given New Jersey and their track record, nothing is really predictable. So that is your news report around 7.05 a.m. So we have a sportscast coming up. From none other. Hello. There we go. <laughs> okay. Zoom. You'd think after a year and a half we'd figure this out. Um, time for our sportscast this morning. MLB news. We've got some off-season news. The Mets lost infielder Javier Baez to the Tigers after he finalized a six-year, $140 million contract. 
Another loss on the other side of the city, Corey Kluber signed a one-year deal with the Rays after spending last season with the Yanks. NBA, the Knicks and Nets played each other last night in Brooklyn. Nets took the W, 112-110 to after two James Johnson free throws with 2.2 seconds left. Over to hockey, Islanders and Flyers are postponed. The Islanders still have COVID. Meanwhile, the Devils fell to the Sharks, 5-2. Lastly, football, my favorite personally. NFL gears up for week 13 tomorrow night as Dallas heads to New Orleans. The Cowboys' absentee list grows as they'll be without their head coach, Mike McCarthy, who tested positive for COVID. However, rookie wide receiver CeeDee Lamb is expected to be back from concussion protocol. NCAA gearing up for conference championship weekend, including SEC's Alabama-Georgia mashup. And that's your sports for this morning. Thank you very much, Sam, for that. Uh, So now we're going to move on into our stories for the day. So uh, starting off here, we have three killed in shooting at a Michigan high school. Uh, Three people were killed and eight others were injured in a shooting Tuesday at Oxford High School in suburban Detroit. The suspect, a 15-year-old sophomore, is in custody. A handgun was also found. The three people killed were students at the high school. Their identities have not yet been released. Authorities have described them all as teenagers, a 16-year-old boy, a 14-year-old girl, and a 17-year-old girl. I mean, it's just truly terrible. you know, unfortunately, we hear about this more and more, it seems. But, Kat, I think even back when we were in Montclair, you know, we were covering a story like not, you know, not too unlike not this too, one. Not too dissimilar. I think I was reading yesterday that this is the 29th school shooting of 2021. So it's hard. It's always hard to hear it. It really is. You know, officials have said the eight wounded, including a teacher, were taken to hospitals with various injuries, according to officials. Two were in surgery late Tuesday afternoon, and the condition was unclear. Six others were stable. You know, the loss of life and the injuries that come from all this gun violence we've had throughout this country is is just so tragic. And I really hope that, you know, the families can find some closure um, I, you know, I also read in this story from CNN about the shooting that um, the 15-year-old is currently not uh, cooperating with prosecute or with police. Um, his parents have hired an attorney, and they asked him not to speak with the police. And you know, you'd really just like to see the parents kind of pushing their son to work with the police, just so that we can get to the bottom of this. You know, why did this happen? What can we do to help this this person because obviously this 15 year old is is at a time of crisis himself or herself him or herself um and you know and you just, helping, I can't even imagine them helping is how we solve this from happening at other schools in the future yeah exactly you know we 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 just oh it's just terrible you can't believe you know something like this when I was 15 years old I couldn't even imagine you know, holding a gun and, you know, the turmoil that that person must have been going through is probably through the roof. And, you know, you hate to see this in, in every in every sense of the way. And I really hope that the families of the, uh, the victims get some closure for this. Agreed, definitely um, agree with your sentiments there, Brandon, very well said. Thanks, Kat. Of, of course. Uh, do we want to talk about everyone's favorite subject, COVID-19? Yeah. That's, that's next up, on the, story, yeah. That's next up yes. on the roster, guys. Um, 
Brazil and Japan report their first cases of the Omicron variant, and a U.S. panel backs a first-of-a-kind COVID-19 pill uh, from Merck, Big Pharma. Uh, Brazil and Japan joined the rapidly widening circle of countries to report cases of the new variant on Tuesday. Brazil recorded a massive total of more than 600,000 COVID-19 deaths. The country reported finding the variant in two travelers returning from South Africa, which makes them the first known Omicron cases in Latin America. According to officials, the travelers were tested on November 25th. So, yeah, I mean, we've already been going at this for a little while with, with the new variant. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Japan announced its first case too on the same day. Uh, the country tried mm -hmm. to put a ban on all foreign visitors into effect. The patient was identified as a Namibian diplomat who had recently arrived from his homeland. Uh, so, you know, I, I just, you, you can't get away from the COVID news, it seems. And the Omicron variant, you know, these names, I think, are getting a little, a little doomsday. Aggressive? I was, I was hoping. Agreed. Yeah, you know. I kind of like Delta the sound variant, of this one. Okay. See, it's yeah, new. The only Sounds time neat. I had, I, the only time I had ever heard the word Omicron before was on a Sega Dreamcast game featuring David Bowie. But now, now it's a COVID variant. So now it's a you know, COVID variant. I will say, you know, the best thing you can do to protect yourself is to get vaccinated. Go get the booster. Um, I'm boosted. You know. I've been joking. Like, let's get boosted. I'm boosted. Um, hey guys, too. I, have, I, have too. Oh God. I have a huge announcement, guys. As my ears sure. were just exploded by my headphones. I am not boosted yet. And I'm oh. sorry. I will get boosted eventually. Please get boosted. I'll get boosted. Yes, I'll get boosted. Please. I'll send you guys messages. Your boy Thank got you. Um, I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait to hear that you got boosted. So, and then in COVID-19 pill news, a panel of U.S. health advisors narrowly backed a closely watched COVID-19 pill, setting the stage for a likely authorization of the first drug that Americans can take at home to treat the coronavirus. This is really exciting to me. This is really exciting to me. I think we need something that's easier and attainable. I mean, I thought the vaccine was easier and attainable too, but that doesn't mean the whole world does. So I love something that's easy. Yeah. Do Let's yourself. Pop some pills, guys. Pop some pills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Advil, Advil cold and COVID. Everybody's favorite. No, but I think Kat's right, you know, and there are certain people in the country who aren't, you know, there's a lot of people who don't want to get the vaccine or you know, can't for religious reasons. And I think this is a good way for them to still be able to fight COVID or if that's something they're more comfortable with. But at the same time, you get COVID, you pop this, this new miracle COVID pill from Merck and hopefully that's gonna make you feel better. But that's, so this yeah, is, no, Kat, I- I'm, I'm glad someone agrees with me. I don't know, everyone doesn't agree <laughs> with everyone else when it comes to COVID, but it's actually interesting. The vote was only 13 to 10. So it was very close. Like this thing almost didn't pass. So that's yeah, interesting to think see, about too. I do see there are potential uh, risk of birth defects if you use this pill during pregnancy. So obviously this pill is not going to be for everyone. It's going to go through some more testing before it gets released. Um, but, you know, very, very exciting that this is a possibility on the horizon here. You know, I would agree, but um, honestly, it does sound great. But the 13 to 10, like Kat said, is a little, um, at least to me, a little concerning how it's that narrow. I would like to see more, like a lot of them like agree, like nine to 10 dentists for, for toothpaste. I'd like that for a COVID pill. Um, but yeah, no, and, and, know, and also I, do, says, I do agree with that. Yeah. 
I know, but I, I think know. having another option is always good, right? Because not oh, everyone gets yeah. stuck in the arm. And so if it does as good or almost as good as the vaccine is going to do, I think it's, it's it, not that I'm a medical professional. But. <laughs> what are you talking I'm about? Not, I'm, a, I'm not all a medical, medical professional. I'm, I'm putting that right now on the air. I'm not a medical professional. Brandon, are you a medical professional? <laughs> uh, I can tell you. I most certainly am not. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, I will say there is the news. Um, you feel like a medical professional, though, sometimes. <laughs> Very Not true. Surrounded by it, I just feel like you know more than most people some days. Actually, <laughs> ain't that the truth? <laughs> Shout out to New Jersey and its weird people. Hey guys, we're gonna go to a <laughs> quick break, and we'll be right back here on the Not Only Sunday Morning Buzz Alumni Edition. Hey everyone, and we are back with this morning's edition of the Morning Buzz. Brandon, I have a really exciting story for you as a recently married man. Oh. There's, there is a New Jersey man who did slightly too much for love, a little more than I think you did for, for Jesse, who, if I recall, you were dating back when we were doing Morning Buzz the first time, which is just, I love that for you. So oh, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. So an 85-year-old Asbury Park man was sentenced to 10 years in state prison for running over a romantic rival with a car and killing him just just three days before Christmas, uh, three years ago. Johnny Westbrook, age 85, pleaded guilty to one count of first degree aggravated manslaughter, and he must serve at least eight years and six months. I hope someone loves me that much when I'm in my 80s. Let's, (laughs) Let's get that out there. But like, don't go around killing people who also love your, your person. Uh, Westbrook admitted he followed his rival, age 63, a resident of Asbury Park, to a convenience store. Uh, Officials say that Westbrook waited outside the store in his SUV for several minutes. When he emerged from the store, he drove his SUV onto the sidewalk, ran over Rivera, and dragged him several feet. This is terrible. Again, don't do this when you're in love with someone. Oh, man. You know, Uh, yeah. I I have to say. I have to say, this is maybe the most New Jersey story that's going to be featured on the news today. And you you just know this happened outside of a Wawa. I they was like, what convenience store? store? It has, I was thinking yeah, the same it's, thing. It's got to be a Wawa. If not, it's a quick check. You know, there's Ooh, not many options quick down there. Ugh, I, just got <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, Asbury, it's Asbury, so it, I think it's Wawa. I think it's a better chance yeah, that's, of being a Wawa. Yeah, that's, that's more Wawa territory. And you know, Kat, Definitely agree with you. Please don't run over anyone. But this this rivalry, I don't know. The 85, 63s going after the younger man. I don't know who the uh, the woman, the feud over the woman was. The woman is not. Uh, yeah. And really, so he really admitted he targeted, targeted the other guy because of a woman. They didn't. This is uh, not the first time they had a physical altercation either. They got into some sort of fight um, about a month before the killing. I mean, oh, love is geez. cool, but this is terrible. This is and you know it was this. just just three days before Christmas. You know that's that's really terrible. Someone was taken away from their family during the holidays. You never you never like to hear anything like that. But you know, I I just eighty five years old. I I can't even believe that someone has the the wherewithal to go out and plan this at eighty five. You know, when I when I'm eighty five, I hope to be 
just very much relaxing. Not, I don't not even know if I'll be able to drive. Exactly. I'm surprised you can still drive at 85. I mean, uh, I can apparently... barely drive at 28. So I don't know about this guy at 85. Yeah. And <laughs> apparently he's, I don't know if you would call him a good driver or a bad driver, but he's doing. Uh, and then he just went back to his apartment, just hanging out after a, a terrible crime he committed. And I mean, at least it seems like he was cooperative with police. He, he was, you know, arrested without much incident. He admitted um, he did it. That's yeah. That was you know. nice of him. Yeah. So, I so mean, maybe there's, maybe there's a little bit of remorse there. Maybe as he was nice like, you as know, you can be after murdering someone. Because, and you know, you're 85 years old. Prison is not a nice place. You are not in the best shape of your life. You know, you you sentenced for I, 10 when years. I'm 85. There's yeah, no way she's going to wait for him at that point, right? The story. Well, no, we don't no. even know if oh, she loved no. him. She might have been into the 63-year-old. Exactly. Yeah. True. And he, she might have been must, into neither of them. She might have been like, must, you guys are crazy. <laughs> he must serve at least eight years and six months before he's eligible for parole. And he's 85 years old. I mean, I, you know, even if you get out, you're, you're almost 95 years old and you've been in a concrete cell as an old man for 10 years. That just doesn't sound, doesn't sound like anything I want to be a part of. <laughs> no, I won't run anyone that. over. No, there no. will definitely be no, no people getting run over here, especially when I'm 85. I'm just going to be sitting on the couch, maybe in a, in a fishing canoe, floating, <laughs> doing nothing. <laughs> Certainly won't be running over anyone. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm glad I've learned well, two think... things today, at least, guys, is get boosted and don't run people over. At least hey, you're you learning. I'm glad, Brandon, I could do that for you. Thank these, you, guys. These are good lessons to take home. <laughs> well, I think let's move on to our next story here. Uh, so this is a local story. Uh, Kat, you and I are not really affected by this story so much anymore, but no. I, you know, I... In college, I think I would have been happy to hear about this because kiosk parking is going to replace meters in Montclair lots by well, the end of the exciting. year. Well, that's exciting. So Montclair's plan to install kiosk parking payment stations at all surface lots, which marks the end of parking meters used for lots. These new kiosks are expected to roll out in late December. According to communications director Kate Katya Wauk, uh, all of the pay stations and kiosks will be activated after the free holiday parking period is over at the end of December. Meters that had been in place at the lots will be redistributed to streets to help mitigate the township's ongoing problem with broken meters. Now, let me tell I you. I must say, that's a great time to switch them out. That it's is perfect. smart thinking on the city's part. I'm going to you know, give them that. The, the installers get time and a half for holiday pay. They're working through the holidays. There's a free parking period for the holidays at the end of the year. Get the, the people in your town, get the local commerce going. And then at the end of the month, if you run out of quarters in your car like I do, because who has cash anymore, you don't have to feed the meter. Or worse, you show up to the meter that's broken with a quarter. It's the only spot on the whole street. And now you can't pay and you run the risk of getting a ticket. This is, let me tell you, I'm all about Good that. Good thinking. Good thinking. <laughs> Everything should be mobile nowadays. Everything should be able to be done from my phone. It looks you like know, North too. Jersey finally took a page out of the Shores playbook. I was we've just had about those to say that. Down here for years. Yeah, I was about to say. I went to the the See Here Now festival in Asbury Park earlier this uh, this fall, and 
it was so easy to park. You know, you just park on the street, pay on your phone. You can pay for the whole day. You're good to go. You don't have to go back to the meter to put more quarters in. You just do it again right from your phone. Right, especially because all those old meters, they max out at like two or three hours. Mm -hmm. So even if you're there for, you know, four hours, you still have to go back and and feed it, which now in some towns, they don't even allow you to feed meat. They're like, oh, no, once once your meter runs out, you got to move your car. Wow. See, that I didn't know. That's crazy. Oh, you've never seen that? I've never seen that. I'm I'm not usually the one who drives. I'm usually Uh, um, letting someone else go feed the meter. But you, (laughs) now you can't drive around and look for the meter that still has 30 minutes left. That's true. person to pay again. So that's smart, too. Yeah, I guess someone would have to like leave their parking, their little paper parking receipt, like in the spot. But like, oh, you put that only works if you don't need your license plate. No, Sam and I are on the same page. Oh, yeah. the license plate. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, I, I do. I will say some of those parking apps, they request you to do a little bit too much to set it up the first time. It's like, oh, we were in Chicago. They asked us to put $50 into the app to be able to keep using. And we're like, we're literally in Chicago for two nights. Like, we're never going to spend $50 yes, in parking. There's, there's some of that stuff that I don't like. Um, and, you know, like, the one thing I'll say about Asbury Parks parking is they have their own app. So it's specifically the Asbury mm-hmm. Park parking app. So I can't so, use this like app for everywhere. I, this is only for Asbury Park. So that's really interesting that you bring that up because there are going to be the ways to pay with the app with these new kiosks. Flowbird, which apparently is brand new, or Park Mobile, which I mean, everyone's been using for as long as these kiosks have been around at this point. Um, so it's good okay. that there are options and people can use the app that they're more comfortable with. It's always good to make things easy. We just talked about this with COVID. It's always good to make things easy for the people. Yeah, definitely. And I do, I do like that there are multiple options for that. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was like, again, the Montclair parking app, it's like, okay, well, just another app that's taking up space on my phone. But that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, and there's, well, our, yeah, yeah. Good on Montclair. <laughs> Shout out to Montclair, guys. You know, <clears throat> huge fan of Park Mobile have it downloaded it's now my wallpaper on my phone that's how much i love it um, <laughs> that's a little aggressive but okay i mean love is love at least i'm boat. not running anyone over right there you go there you go you're not going and running over Flowbird because you're obsessed with park mobile for sure uh guys as much as i love talking about parking or running people over it is time to go yet on another break and when we come back we got more stories and a new visitor on the show. Guys, stay tuned for the Wednesday edition of the Morning Buzz. And we are back with the Wednesday edition of the Morning Buzz. I am Brandon Szymanski with my co-host, Kat Barnett. And we're moving on to an interesting story here, Kat. Um, this ready. is something that I, I don't think I was ready to talk about this morning because it's a little scary. Oh, so gosh. there... This the the headline of this story is science is focused on the wrong projects. So U.S. scientists okay. who the the U.S. scientists who first created who created the first living robots say the life forms known as xenobots can now reproduce. These robots what? are formed. <laughs> that's what I said when I read this. These robots are formed from the stem cells of the African clawed frog. Each xenobot is less than a millimeter wide, and the tiny blobs were first unveiled in 2020 
after experiments showed that they could move and work together in groups and self-heal. So this, you know, this is how we get X-Men, right? This is... No, Brandon, don't give him ideas. Guys, it's going too far yet again. <laughs> so the African clawed frog, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if you've ever seen the African clawed frog. It's... It's kind of scary looking. It's, it's no, got... but so uh, they're named after the African clawed frog. So I'm doing a little Googling here because I'm a little like, what is a living robot? I'm a little bit <laughs> itchy now thinking about it. <laughs> um, the African clawed frog's um, science name is the Xeno. It, the first word is Xenopus. So that's where they get okay. the Xenobot from. Just okay. like fun fact to make myself sound educated on the subject. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I'm no scientist. We all, we've, as we've said earlier, but let me tell you, this is horrifying. Well, and they look like tiny blobs of moving pink flesh. Yeah, they're, and they're like the, like we said, they're less than a millimeter wide. So they're just little tiny, they're like, they're like nanobots from there. There was a cartoon I used to watch. It was like, oh, send in the nanobots. So and, now we have you know, the nanobots I, and the X Men. Now you're, oh, is the what's going on with the world? Should I be concerned? Uh, we might, we might have to be concerned. Uh, the scientists that developed these are at the University of Vermont, Tufts University, and Harvard University's Wiss Institute for Biologically Inspired Engineering. And they said they have discovered an entirely new form of biological reproduction different from any animal or plant known to science. So, so these are really smart people who are doing this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I'm sure there's, there's going to be some, you know, some practical uses for these xenobots. Uh, domination, but... that's what it's being used for. <laughs> <laughs> that's very possible. I, you know, it, I just can't, I personally can't fathom what we could use these for right off the bat, you know? So this quote right here is freaking me out. So Michael Levin, he's a professor of biology um, at Tufts, said, and I quote, I was astounded by it. Frogs have a way of reproducing that they normally use. But when you liberate the cells from the rest of the embryo and you give them a chance to figure out how it, to be in a new how to be in a new environment not only do they figure out a way to move but they also figure out a new way to reproduce hmm. it's that's weird right like that's that's weird uh, have yeah. we just not seen enough movies in our lifetime to understand that this is how it starts you know we do science is this weird thing where they try to think they're all smart and cool Oh, we can reproduce. And next thing you know, giant robots in the sky, and then humans are done. This is this is terrible news, guys. Why are you guys? Yeah, not you know, worried? listen, I, I am a little worried about these guys. Now, if let's say these are being transported on some sort of vessel, I don't know, be it a plane or a, a boat, and they they get into the cockpit or into the captain's helm and they they start mm -hmm. steering the boat and they, they're making the decisions. You know, I don't I don't know. This kind of reminds me of that show on HBO Max, Raised by Wolves, where there are like these 
robot people who bring the last of human embryos to another planet and these robots are raising these humans as their own children i don't know it feels very the movie man this is a movie to me. in the making right now no, this is real it, life. Listen, yeah, it, it reminds me of we want to have an innocent amusement park we figured out how to get dinosaurs at this amusement park they're innocent everything is <laughs> there we go you're gonna be okay it's a fun family place that did not yeah. end well that did end end correct that. that that did not end well but then again we are not scientists the same way we are not medical professionals maybe this is really positive thing because maybe the way they reproduce are going to help us with advancements and in, in, in our future being able to um i, I don't know in Kat. other ways I, I or i'm trying to be the first 30 minutes i don't want to i don't no. want to tell our <laughs> listeners things acting like i know what i'm talking about it's Just a doomsday I'm scared scenario you should be scared <laughs> well My listen i am excited <laughs> I am excited about the prospect of the the part that they can self-heal. You know, that might be really beneficial to someone in the future if they can figure out how to help us heal certain diseases or, you know, faster heal wounds. Uh, but on the other hand, it's only a matter of time before the first mutated frog gets out of the lab. It's mm -hmm. biting someone. Then you've got Frogman, his tongue's flying across the room after flies. And he's like, whoa. How did I do and then that? he can swing uh, from building to building yeah. on his right, right. You said yeah, X Men. Yeah. I went to Spider Man, and then I wasn't going to be like, well, they're not the same <laughs> thing. So I'm glad you brought that up too, because we're just confusing yeah. all of our universes right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's... this is this is wild. So let's move on to something that we might be able to talk a little bit more about factually. Um, okay. Emma Coronel wife of kingpin el chapo was sentenced to three years so now we're back to talking about prison sentences everyone's favorite yeah. thing to talk about early in the morning um the wife of notorious mexican drug lord el chapo has been sentenced to three years in prison for her role in helping his cartel uh she's 32 years old and she pleaded guilty in june to charges ranging from conspiracy to illegal drug distribution uh she also admitted to helping el chapo escape from prison in mexico um, again, someone who admits that they did something wrong. She pleaded guilty. She knows she did something wrong. She could have faced life in prison, but U.S. prosecutors um, asked for a shorter sentence after she expressed remorse. Well, there we go. Her husband is currently serving a life sentence in Colorado. She used to yeah. be a beauty queen. Imagine being a beauty queen, going from beauty queen mm -hmm. to being drug lord wife to being yeah i mean that's that's quite that's quite the transition i'll say mm -hmm. you know uh i don't know if you'd necessarily call that a glow up but uh, whatever the opposite of a glow up is i think is <laughs> i will her. say there is a, a reason glow why of... um she is involved in that is that i believe her dad was part of their drug cartel and that's how they had that relationship go on so well that makes sense yeah you know we're connecting things together here guys scientists <laughs> you know experts in all fields here yeah you know the the one thing i'll say is she in 2015 uh, she played a critical role in helping guzman el chapo escape from maximum security prison uh by pur purchasing a property near the jail so talk about some prison break stuff some real 
ahead of everyone else thinking. You know? Right. And like, you know, three years, you feel bad. I, I get that, you know, but from life sentence to three years is quite the, uh, quite the, the chop off a of time there. Maybe a couple more He's getting years, less so time that... than the car guy. Yeah. <laughs> she's getting less time than the car guy. But and like, did, she's, she uh, helps a, a drug king about, like, escape federal prison. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think killing someone's or you know whatever manslaughter is pretty a terrible, worse I, I think this, yeah but this this woman has been doing a lot of shady stuff and if you add up all the stuff she's done I feel like you know and she's really she's not much older than you know the group of us right. alumni and, you know, like if you factor in the you know all the the aiding and abetting to importing mass amounts of heroin and the heroin epidemic in the country I mean, who knows how many people she really is responsible, you could say, for the death of. So I don't know. Yeah. Three years. Three years is pretty short. Maybe maybe I'm, uh, I'm going a little hard, but I don't think oh, so. Oh, and this isn't just <laughs> heroin, by the way. It's also cocaine, methamphetamines, and marijuana. Like, Nice. It's, which. <laughs> nice. It's a lot. Like, it's not even just yeah. like. I mean, heroin's bad but like let's just keep adding to this laundry list of things right yeah so uh she also uh ordered the the court ordered that she forfeit nearly 105 million dollars and be subject to four years of supervised release when she when she leaves prison so she'll have some sort of i'm sure like i don't know a parole officer checking in on her or an ankle monitor or mm -hmm. something like that yeah Wow. Imagine having that much money and having to give it up. Imagine, oh, imagine having that much money. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's like, she's probably like, ah, yeah, that's, that's fine. I've got more. <laughs> Definitely. Does. I will yeah. say guys, I think, um, as we were talking about this, she must've revealed a lot of stuff to only get a three-year sentence. She must yeah, throw so true. many people yeah. under the bus. So I think that's, that's probably the main point. reason why she would be able to get such a reduced sentence is a lot of people yeah. are probably getting arrested soon, I'd imagine. Yeah, you know that meme with the trolley car where it's like you pulls you either mm -hmm. you pull it to go towards yourself or you pull it to go towards the five other people. She pulled it real hard <laughs> to go to the five other people. I'm sure she's there's gonna be a lot of arrests made after this. I mean, is all but said that's a big question in ethics. So like, yeah. no one knows what's the right answer. Uh, yeah. Philosophers still debate that trolley car problem. A lot of us have seen a good, <laughs> yeah. uh, what, the good place. Like, that's a whole thing that they talk about. That's a big thing in philosophy is like, do you put the trolley car towards the five or the one? Um, so yeah, we're laughing saying, hey, she did that. But what would you do? You know, when it's your oh. own life on the line, like, what do you do? Yeah. Well, I'm not saying you know, she's first... right. I'm not saying she's right either. I, I'm posing <laughs> the, a very the first thing, broad ethical and philosophical Of course, question of course. Here. I'd say my answer would be the first thing I would do is not be an, an aid to a drug kingpin. That's the choice I'll make. <laughs> oh, come on, Brandon. You don't want to find yourself a nice drug kingpin or queenpin. You know, queenpin, there we go. I, I live out here in the New Jersey mountains these days. There's, there's just bears. That's, That's all I have. Think, I, I might have a really easy time finding a mobster out here, but it doesn't mean that they're a kingpin of any sort. <laughs> oh, man.
Well, hey. three years, and uh, this is she's going to prison in Colorado. Oh no, her husband's in Colorado. Her husband's in Colorado. Isn't that yeah. crazy? A drug kingpin is in Colorado of all states. Hey. You know, there's some very, very high security prisons out there. Dude, I was going to say, he's probably in Colorado because there's a lot of nothing. Yeah, you know, it's all that space. You can tuck things in between and behind mountains. But does that also mean I could go buy land right next to the prison and help him escape next? Not saying I'm doing that. Okay, guys, don't arrest me. This isn't a conspiracy theory. (laughs) On next week's morning buzz. (laughs) <laughs> oh man heard it here first <laughs> not a conspiracy <laughs> FBI no we're question. only we're we're only going to be on the morning buzz behind the microphone not on the other side okay agreed no, i don't want to see i don't want to see anyone's name in the news unless it's for a good thing yeah we always say don't be a full screen <laughs> I love that. That's that's good advice. That's Don't that, be a guys, gonna, and with that, we're gonna take a quick break and we will be back shortly. And we are back. Let's talk about what's trending right now with Gabby Lutz. Thank goodness we have her, because in the chat it was blowing up that the rest of us alumni are not that trendy. So Gabby, please take it away. Spill the tea to share some news. It's a good thing I'm here then, you know? (laughs) Uh, So what is trending right now? Let's talk about it. So first off, Spotify wrapped, guys. Currently, everyone is awaiting their Spotify wrapped. And just like the past few years, more people are excited for more excited for this than they are for the Grammys. In case you're wondering what Spotify wrapped is, it is when Spotify takes everything you have listened to in the past year and shows you what you've been frequenting frequenting most everybody's rap should be coming out shortly and even as soon as this weekend we but we're not really sure as the spotify twitter just tweets about it but they don't actually release the date and time of when your rap will come out it's part of the appeal guys um but typically it does come out the first week of december so we should be on the lookout for it as it is december 1st and the journey what oh sorry i was just oh, you're say, good. no you're good Spot- late spotify adopter here this will be my first year getting a wrapped, but it's going to be only for like Brennan, three months worth what, of music. What are we doing here? Your first time either. getting one? Listen, listen. I don't use Spotify. What? Yeah. What are is going we, on here? What is happening? <laughs> are we going to expose anything to yours, Gabby and Brendan? <laughs> this is the problem. Like, we don't we... know what Spotify wrapped is because we barely know what Spotify is. So we that's could... the problem. <laughs> We could expose my next week. <laughs> um, very nervous, super nervous. Cause you know, what's funny about Spotify wrapped is that nobody ever really knows what's going to be on their thing. Like last year, mine, mine said I was in the top 0.5% of Ariana Grande's listeners. And I was like, I know for a fact, <laughs> I am not in Ariana Grande's top 0.5 <laughs> listeners. Not that I don't like her. And not that I don't listen no, to you her. don't like her that much. I'm right. like, my whole playlist is not Ariana Grande. I don't know how that happened, but it is. So it, a lot mm. of things are unexpected and you never know what's going to come up on it. So it's super exciting for people. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it definitely. And also sounds like good fodder to make fun of your friends. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a question though for you guys. Um, do you guys, what do you guys listen to then? Well, well, now I use Spotify and previously I was using Apple Music for a while. Mm. Um, but I mean, back when I was sitting in that chair, I had like, I don't know, 9,000 MP3s on my computer. I still have them. 
and I would just play them straight off my computer and oh man it, it was it was wild you're dating us brandon you're dating us <laughs> listen when the when the station moved over from the student center this is before it's even in its current spot they had the C, the cds they were throwing away and i took like probably thousands of cds and just burned them onto Do my you computer remember how much time threw them away. we spent taping those cds to the wall in the office <laughs> very long time that was my that was my pet project i led the charge on that we spent i still hours. have the one with the waffle somewhere i stole that one i love that i love that was a good one and i remember exactly what you're talking about and that's how much time i spent looking at those cds i use pandora radio i'm probably the only person who still uses pandora radio but that's no i do too i can't make so. a decision so i say okay i want to listen to dirty heads and they'll play everything that has anything to do with them and you just kind of sit back and let the algorithm do its thing. You don't think about it. I do the same thing when I listen to music. I don't, my fiance makes fun of me all the time. I don't actively listen to music. And I think it's because he's a musician. So literally during the day, he's, his studio is right next to my office. I'm constantly hearing him making music that like, I, I need some quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it to you, won't it? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Um, so let's move on to the next thing in trending, which is the jerk, which might come back to you guys a little bit better. Um, as for something that's very recent in the TikTok world, it's actually something from before the app's time, but it's making a comeback and it's the dance, the jerk, and it's being done all over the app. Many users are creating videos with the original song of themselves after either successfully doing the jerk or trying to figure it out and failing. As it's always said, history repeats itself and it's being proven right here as Gen Z tries to figure out how to do this dance. <laughs> They're struggling, we're struggling, it's fine. Sometimes Sweet I think geez, I can do it, sometimes man. I can't. The three the of us jerk. are so old, we know what the jerk is, but we don't know what TikTok is. <laughs> I use TikTok, but like only to look at funny content. Yeah. I posted for like a minute and then I was like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> and then I was like, I have a friend though, actually also an alum from, WMSB and, and Montclair, who is blowing up on TikTok right now, has over 130,000 followers on the app. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Amelia, De Amelia Del Barro, okay. she uh, posts about cheese. She just takes <laughs> videos cutting cheese in half and showing her, talking to her followers about what the cheese is. And 130,000 well, people follow her for that. So that's maybe cool. Maybe she should do the jerk on a cheese wheel. That would be I'm gonna suggest idea. I'm gonna suggest it when I Please see her do. this weekend. That would be really complicated I, I, too. Oh, man. Yeah, it would. I really can't believe this dance is coming back. I I can do the jerk. Oh, I'm not going know? to, but I can. Uh, oh, see, I can. We We're literally no on camera right now. Can you show us? Brandon's got no, no, no. proof. You could be lying to us He's right now. Like it's radio. I don't need to show it, but you do. <laughs> yeah, you do need to show exactly. it to those who can see. <laughs> Look, I'm doing it right now. Can't you Are see? you? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Facebook Live it, it, uh, it, viewers are very is, disturbed right now. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is bringing me back to like middle school dances and like high school homecoming where people would do these, like the jerk and the stanky leg. Oh, man. oh wow. Mm. No. That's the stanky leg. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, in oh, 2010. Yeah. I just quick Google. 2010 was the first time we saw the jerk. Wow. wow. That's crazy. So I was in grade 10 then. Yeah, I was about to say wow. that's high school yeah. for me. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what year I would would have been. It was in yeah. 2010. I'm not yeah. sure what I was doing. I don't oh. even want to know. I don't. Yeah, I was, I was like nine. <laughs> to be fair, Isaiah, I was I was playing Elementary Pokemon school? too. <laughs> you were still playing Pokemon. Oh yeah, still am. Oh no, no shame about it. We got to collect them all, man. No, no shame. Every single. It's got to be like 900 at this point. Is it physically possible to collect them all these days? It might be. Well, you gotta, you gotta catch them all. I mean, they say I have to, but can I? Can you? I don't know. Ask Pokemon Go. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> All right. So my last thing, if you guys didn't really know too much about TikTok, you probably won't know about Joshua Bassett. If you do, and you watch like High School Musical, the musical series. Absolutely not. Okay, no. Okay, yeah. But I know Olivia Rodrigo's yes. whole thing with that. This is the whole Olivia Rodrigo stuff. Okay. Yes. There so, we go. Joshua Bassett. So to finish up basically on this trends segment, uh, if you were somebody who was listening to Olivia Rodrigo sour for a good portion of this year, it's time to keep your ears out again because her ex, Joshua Bassett, is releasing music soon. On December 3rd, to be exact, ba Bassett will be releasing three songs titled Crisis, Secret, and Set Me Free. One, one clip of the one of the songs, Set Me Free, has gone kind of viral on TikTok. Once again, everything goes viral on TikTok. As it sounds like it's going to be about the hate he got from when he when Re Olivia released her album because everybody was attacking Josh at that time. Many fans have already started to speak on the topic again, so it wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked personally if everyone starts to spile around with with different theories and all once the song is fully released. So basically, mm. if you followed Olivia's Olivia's album Sour, it was basically all about her breakup with this guy Joshua Bassett. Um, she's never actually admitted it that it's about it, but it's kind of like the Taylor Swift thing where we all know. I was gonna, this literally off. sounds like Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, I mean. she, Taylor Swift is one of her biggest inspirations. So there you go. So this is Gen Z Taylor Swift. Like, yes, I mean, I'm exactly. not gonna hate her for that. No, yeah. Um, and Josh, <laughs> you know, he's he's has, has a career of his own, not as big as Olivia's, but <laughs> it's still pretty big, not as much as her. Um, but you know, this music, like he's released it on some clips on TikTok, like I said, and you know, fans are seeing that and they're like, he's gaslighting us. <laughs> they're ready. They're like, he is 100% doing what he did to Olivia to us. He's gaslighting us. <laughs> oh gosh. Doing. I mean, we have to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, right? Exactly. Wow. Just a little That's bit. That's not how the internet works. We don't give him any benefit of the <laughs> no, doubt. We, really we cancel him immediately. Okay. But as rational adults yeah. <laughs> sitting around a table here, like, Oh, sorry. Let me put on my elegant gown. I would like to apologize for my previous statements in which I said cancel. <laughs> but no, what's a 2021 no. album release without some controversy, right? I mean, oh, uh, you know, true. it's uh, how much of it's played up, how much of it's real. You know, yeah. these guys are just pop. I'm sure part of it is, you know, let's make a big deal out of everything so we could sell a lot of a lot of music. Let's get a lot of streams on Spotify and, you know, but well, definitely Olivia sure. Rodrigo's album's great. Love that album. I'm so glad Can't that we there. have fans of Olivia Rodrigo in the house right she's now. So, she's so talented, but I actually have a completely unrelated question for you, Gabby, before yeah, we lose up? you um, in the second hour. Are skinny jeans really out? Like, as okay. Ain't nobody wearing skinny jeans, guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm wearing let's, skinny let's, jeans. Okay, so here's the deal. Technically, in fashion trends, they're out. Do I still wear them sometimes? Yes, I do. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're not something that you would see, you know, uh, like celebrity going after and wearing, but some of them still do. 
Okay, but as like an almost 30 year old woman who's been you're wearing fine. skinny jeans since she was like in sixth grade, like I'm you're fine, fine, right? Yeah, I you're totally fine. I've been wearing skinny jeans for a very long time. And though I do I don't love the mom, the mom jean look on me. I don't love the mom jean look on me. And that's okay. It's I'm not trying. for everybody. It's not I'm for trying. everybody. It's okay. It's okay. I literally had this conversation. Like, granted, you're a lot younger than my mom, but I had this conversation <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> my mom wears skinny jeans. My mom. Yeah, so does mine. And my mom goes, I can't wear the mom jeans. I am a mom. I can't be a mom wearing mom jeans. Well, I wanted to ask Sam, Sam, as a new mother, what's your stance on mom jeans? I don't want to go buy new jeans. So I'll be wearing my skinny jeans as long as possible. Yeah, I'm not a hater of the skinny jeans. To leave my house again, I will be wearing my skinny jeans. Jeans are too expensive to have to go buy new ones every time the trend changes. Are low rise back? Because I heard low rise is back. Oh, I will never let them be back. I hate low rise. (laughs) Yeah, low rise can stay away. Yes, no. Because then they fit in your boots real nice. You can cuff them and wear flats. Like there's so much more versatile than baggy like boy pants. I think people cancel them more than they should. You know, because they're like, oh, skinny jeans, skinny jeans, but you're still wearing them sometimes. Don't be skin tight. Skinny jeans, okay? I'm not saying they have to be skin tight. But yeah. they gotta be slim at the bottom so they can you can wear them with everything. Of course, there's right. all different. I wear all different types. Right now I'm wearing flared jeans. Tomorrow I might be wearing mom jeans. The next day I might be wearing skinny. Let's. let's okay, this is why bit. you do trends, and this is why Gabby does trends. Everyone, <laughs> you heard it here. This is why Gabby handles the trends. Yes, Gabby hi. gets it. Um, Gabby I'm gets it. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm taking away from this conversation that I should go buy some apple bottom jeans and boots with the furs. Boots with yes, the furs. Sure. We were already talking about middle school dances. Cool. We're good. I think that's what you should do for sure. Hey guys, as much as we could talk about jeans for probably another three hours or so, we do have to get to a break here at WMSC Upper Montclair. This is the Morning Buzz Wednesday edition. And when we come back, Hour two, we're going to get some more weird stories. Maybe we'll talk about jeans again. Who knows? Uh, But stay tuned. Hey, guys. But before we get back into the actual show, this is the Morning Buzz Wednesday edition. Brandon, I had this question as well as Gabby as as you return with your coffee here on the Morning Buzz. Uh, Do you drink your coffee black? How did you get it so fast? Was it a Keurig? I have so many questions, Brandon. Listen, when, when when you're a coffee addict such as myself, you have a nice coffee machine, all right? I have the, I have a Ninja coffee maker. I've got a full pot Ooh. every morning. Ooh. I have the this same is, one. This is just a splash of oat milk, nothing else. Ah, oh, you lost me with the oat milk, man. I'll Come drink on, man, any, it's... I'll drink any oat milk. I won't drink <sighs> anything. Oat, almond, <sighs> coconut. I literally, I don't care as long as it's not cow. I do not like oat milk at all. So what do you like? Uh, well, if I'm having a coffee, I'll probably use um, whole milk or uh, almond milk if I'm feeling, oh, I don't want to do the whole dairy thing today. But oat milk, I just can't okay. do it. Listen, I, you know, I used to not think it was that good, but now it's like every morning it's got to be in there. <laughs> well, maybe we'll talk about coffee in a couple minutes or so, but I'm going to give you guys the news here at 8 a.m. in the morning. So let's get to it in Montclair. The Montclair Public Library will be kicking off a national search for a new director and bidding farewell to Peter Coyle, who has held the position since 2017. Board trustees recently announced Coyle will be resigning on December 10th, and he is the 16th director at the historic 128-year-old library. In New Jersey, a Monmouth County man has filed a lawsuit against the Middleton Township Board of Education and a former teacher 
claiming he was sexually abused repeatedly from the ages 13 to 16 in the mid-1990s. The man who is now 40 claims in court papers that a female language teacher at the Thompson Middle School engaged in lewd and inappropriate conduct and or sexual abuse and assault in violation of New Jersey laws. Now in national news, New York City is now the first city in the nation to open two overdose prevention centers that will allow drug users to receive medical care and services to prevent drug overdose deaths. Now we're going to go to the weather in Montclair, which is my least favorite part about any morning buzz show is talking about the weather here in New Jersey, as we have a disgustingly cold one yet again with a high of 45 and a low of 30. But if I'm being honest, my bones, you know, they just don't react to the cold as well as they should. So to me, it feels like negative a thousand right here in New Jersey. We got two layers, a hoodie, a long sleeve and a jacket for when I'm outdoors. But that is the weather expected here in New Jersey. Also, expect some some sunlight today with occasional clouds. But that is the news report at 8 a.m. here on the Morning Buzz. My time is done, guys. Let's go on to sports. Yeah, well, we, we can jump into sports. Yeah, sportscaster. <laughs> I used to be the sports director. Hello, we are looking go, at the first Kat, female go. sports director at WMSC a few years ago. Let me scroll up to the sports segment, guys. I was not prepared for this, so bear with me. I'm a little rusty. Fun fact, I only knew about hockey before I became the sports director at WMSC. They put a lot of faith in me hockey. back in the day. Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't pronounce any of these names, guys. Would you like me to do it? I, I could do it. Here we go, go ahead. You I'll know do what? It, guys. I'm going to embarrass myself. <laughs> Why don't you go for it? Guys, it is a great time to be alive in the sports world. And first, we're going to hit up the MLB as the Mets lost infielder Javier Baez to the Tigers as he finalized a six-year, $140 million contract. Another loss on the other side of the city as Corey Kluber signed a one-year deal with the Rays after spending last season with the Yankees. In the NBA, the Knicks and Nets playing in Brooklyn. The Nets take the W 112 to 110 after James Johnson free throws with 2.2 seconds left. Battle of New York, guys. Fun and exciting times to be a fan of basketball in New York. Over to hockey. Cat's favorite subject, uh, the Islanders flyer PPD and the Islanders still have COVID and the Devils fell to the Sharks five to two. Sharks is a fun name. Lastly, in football, the NFL gears up for week 13 tomorrow night as the Dallas Cowboys head to New Orleans to take on the Saints. The Cowboys absentee list grows as they will be without head coach Mike McCarthy, who tested positive for COVID. However, rookie wide receiver CeeDee Lamb is expected to be back from concussion protocols and in NCAA football news, it is time for conference championship weekend as the SEC's biggest matchup of the week will be Alabama versus Georgia. Who thought that would happen if you follow college? That's been a pretty revolving door of games here as Alabama takes on Georgia. Uh, but yeah, hey, Michigan's number two, so that's cool. Anyways, that is your 8 a.m. sportscast. And I pronounced the names, I think, on point, guys. Better than yeah, I no. would have done. Great job. Better <laughs> than I would have done. I've officially retired from the sports casting war board. Uh, <laughs> goodbye, everyone. <laughs> well, speaking Stick of sports, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of sports, that kind of brings us right into our next story here. Uh, we have a story about a high school basketball team that got an unexpected member in their group chat. So Vinny Tartaglia, player for the Notre Dame prep school basketball team in Michigan, Said he was in charge of adding numbers to the team's group text, and he made a mistake while putting in one of the numbers. 
The group soon received a message from the owner of the wrong number who wrote, y'all meant to add me to this? You know who I am? The number belonged to Sean Murphy Bunting, a Michigan native and cornerback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champions. Murphy Bunting said the students a selfie, but they were skeptical. And I would be skeptical too. Imagine! Was, yeah, because anyone could just get a picture off Google, like, yeah, this is who I am. And then, uh, you know, they, they ended up FaceTiming him. Uh, Leonard Fortunate walked us through the locker room and showed us all the players. Teammate Nate Seaman said, Sean Murphy Bunting, Mike Evans, Levante Davis, Gronk, Richard Sherman. And that's when they all said, where's the GOAT? Uh, things couldn't get crazier, but there he was, Tom Brady. He appeared in the call and talked it. to them. Imagine. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man, I, you know, I've gotten like a wrong text before. Like, hey, I'm going to the grocery store to get some orange juice. Do you, do you need anything? It's like, oh, sorry, you have the wrong number. And, and you know, it's just a normal person. Imagine being one number off and you, right, the number and like, that you put. And I mean, anyone I'm texting about most of this stuff, I'd probably have their number saved in my phone. And I mean, it's super easy. Like my fiance's name is Brandon. Do you know how easy it would be for me to text this Brandon instead of my Brandon versus all the other <laughs> Brandons in my phone? Like it, it, it just, you know what I mean? Like. And that makes sense. At least I have Brandon Szymanski's number and it's probably very close to my fiance's number in my phone. But right. like, there's no way he just casually had this like all-star player in his phone. Like he was typing in the numbers by hand and made a mistake, you know? Yeah, and you know, they, they could have easily just like been like, now nah, you got the wrong number, left the group chat, never said anything to the kids, but they... You know, they got on the call. He walked him through he the locker room. He had fun with it, yeah. yeah. Listen, and let me tell you, Leonard Fortunet, he got me 44 points in fantasy this week. So he's Oh, he's Brandon's like, a little like, fantasy football player here. Yeah, it was my it was my first win in eight weeks. So let's okay. not get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. But uh, he did he did take me to the W, so he's on the top of my list right now. Do you guys have to do no, like a punishment? A uh, for I'm assuming you're probably in last place, Brandon. Not to bring up a, a bad oh, point. But, oh, uh, not not only am I in last place, I'm in last place by a wide margin. <laughs> What's the result for you losing? Are you just losing? I was gonna say, time? do you get anything for losing? Like, what are you getting? What are you getting for losing? Maybe maybe I'll get like the first round draft pick next year, but probably not. I and you know what? <laughs> Honestly, it's my fault. I thought I, I was there for the draft. I logged in. And then I was like, wait, this isn't the account that I used last year. So I had to like scramble for like 30 to 40 minutes trying to figure that out while the draft was oh, going no. on. Oh. You know, you're lucky though, because I know some people who do fantasy football, whoever gets last normally have to do some very odd punishment. Like I think Ooh. I saw someone where they had to um, dress up in a dress or something and then just go out in public. And it was just more like public embarrassment thing. So Maybe your friend oh group is a little gosh. nicer to you. Yeah, no, thankfully I will not be dressing up in any, you know, inflatable T-Rex costume or anything like that. That, fun. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a punishment. Well, I have another story coming up about punishment if you guys are ready for it. Oh boy. Oh, sure. oh boy. <laughs> I, I'm gonna ask you guys a, a question at the end here. So bear so bear with me. A North right. Korean teen was sentenced to 14 years in prison for watching five minutes of a film. 
So a 14-year-old student from North Korea was sentenced to 14 years of hard labor for watching five minutes of the South Korean movie, Uncle. A source told Daily North Korea that the teenager was arrested five minutes after watching the movie. In legal material wow. obtained by the newspaper, the punishment for those, quote, who have directly watched, listened to, or kept South Korean films, recordings, compilations, books, songs, paintings, and photos for more than five years and less than 15 years, end quote, is said as, quote, correctional labor. What movie would you be willing to do hard labor for? <laughs> um, Go for it. Oh, man. What movie would I be willing to do hard labor for? This feels like a question from, like, Hot Ones. Like, why aren't we eating wings right now and, and discussing <laughs> hard my labor? My dream is to be on that show. Oh, mm. I have no heat tolerance. I would be I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, that. neither do I. I just want to know what it's like. <laughs> That's funny. Near-death experience live on camera. Who else wouldn't want to do that? Um, this is a really difficult people. question. I don't I, think so I'd be I willing to do... do I love movies. I'm a movie buff, but I don't think I would do hard labor for a film. Yeah, I don't think I would, I would do that either. But if I had to choose one, right? <laughs> if I had to, absolutely had to. I do a movie club with my friends. So we've been watching since quarantine began, you know, last year. We've been doing a couple of movies every couple of weeks, getting together and talking about them. One of the, the best movies that we've seen through, you know, watching that was this movie called Bound. Okay. I highly recommend. Highly recommend. I think that's the movie I'm going to pick. What's it about, and Brandon? If, if my, I need a quick synopsis of, of this movie. It's, oh man. So it's, there's a woman who's like, uh, in a relationship with this crime guy and she gets she falls in love with another woman and then they're trying to basically take him out of the picture it's very good Ooh, very good is it on netflix um i believe i believe it's on hulu i might be wrong but you can find it out there <laughs> i got i got google <laughs> i got go. google I, what I about you, Kat? What movie? Could, if you had to pick I, one, you can't. I have to pick one. Well, I'm pretty boring and vanilla in my movie taste. My all-time favorite movie is Back to the Future. So, I mean, I guess if we're going for the easy layup here, sorts. There's nothing. Um, there's nothing wrong with a comfort movie. That's 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 the comfort movie. You'll notice if I you started listing all my comfort movies, they all have to do with time travel. And it's weird. I'm not someone who's like, I love sci-fi and time. I, it just happens that like, they all have to do with time travel, but in very like, cause I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Like, like my graduation cap at Montclair said party on dudes. Like I love Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Time travel, again, not in the normal sci-fi way. We, we talk about time travel. Pleasantville, love the film Pleasantville. Again, that's a kitschy movie. Not the typical way you think of time travel, but they go back into the 1950s. They all just happen yeah. to have time travel. So I don't know. That's a thing, I guess. Listen, you know what we call that? A light motif. A light motif. I, and I wonder if it has any synergy with my life. Maybe I'm missing something from my past. And <laughs> we could get really existential about it if we want to. We're getting here very deep on the morning buzz, everyone. Always, always. Mm. You know what's interesting? Uh, the movie that popped up in my head for some reason at first, and it's not even like my favorite movie, but it's um, This Is The End, which is the most, maybe it's because it's one of the most recent movies I've seen. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's... Um, the one with Seth Rogen and... Yeah, yeah, that one where they pretty much play themselves. Seth Rogen is my celebrity crush. Wow, for real? 
Oh my gosh, yes. Shout out to Seth Rogen, I guess. No, but I need to pop in real quick. Hi. Hi, Gabby. And I love Seth Rogen as well. He you was, do? in fact, my screensaver for a while. Even with I the laugh? Him. Yes. Yes, especially with the laugh. Is that the redeeming part? Oh, okay. He, yeah, no, Seth Rogen definitely... and Paul Rudd are like my top two. And so Paul Rudd, Texting Man Alive, I was like, yes, someone finally gets it. Now I'm just waiting for Seth Rogen, which, no offense, Seth, will probably never happen. But, like, one day. The loves of my life, my fiance and Seth Rogen. As you should. Ryan Reynolds is the love of my life. Yes! Well, I'm a Canadian, so of course I have to love me some Ryan Reynolds. Very valid, yes, of course. That might be the biggest plot twist. For for you Seth Rogen fans, are you excited to see him play Donkey Kong in the Mario Brothers movie? You know, I'm not excited for that movie at all. (laughs) That's great. No, no, honestly, no. I don't think, sausage I don't think party though. I loved I loved Sausage Party. No one loved Sausage Party. <laughs> that movie was me. so interesting. I love that movie. Good. Me too. That's it's my funny. Favorite, so funny. My fiance thought it was like the worst thing he'd ever seen. And I was oh, like, this on. is amazing. Let me watch it on repeat. It's such a mess that you have to love it. I saw it That's in theaters. Exactly what it is. Me too. It was great. I'd wa- I, I still watch it. We walked out of the theater because the parents weren't paying attention to the rating. Who let that happen? That's Come on. <laughs> That's like, I saw Ted in theaters. If anybody remembers love Ted. Ted. I love it. I saw it as a child. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Ted okay. is a great movie. Uh, it's like one of those, like, it's so bad. And it's just so inappropriate. Yep. That's good. Gabby and yeah. I are kindred spirits is what I just learned right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm learning throughout this process. <laughs> Brandon, you have to reveal your celebrity crush now. Oh, man, my celebrity crush. Fair not say, oh, I don't have one. He's going to say Scarlett you, you Johansson. Know, no, it's not, it's not Scarlett Johansson. You know, Joe, it's just not, you know, I think if I had to say someone, it would probably be Natalie Portman. That's a good one. That is a good one. That's, a good That's one. not most people's first choice, but it's a good one. All no, right, I friend. like that I'm because a big it's not Star Wars fan. Padme, you know. I finally watched all the Star Wars movies during COVID. I don't know why it took me so long. It did take you a long time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. I've okay, been out for a hot minute. You know, just since the Classic. 80s. Classic. Okay. <laughs> you know, whatever. Oh, hey, guys. Um, you know, since I, everyone's revealed their crush, I might as well reveal mine before we go into another break here on the Morning Buzz at WMC Upper Montclair Wednesday edition. Uh, have you guys seen the show Money Heist at all? I have been recommended the show, but I have not watched it myself. <laughs> okay, first Same. Um, Firstly, I would like you guys to watch that show because it's a fantastic show on Netflix, in my personal opinion. I'm not telling you how to live your life, but go ahead. Um, <laughs> there's a character in it. I forgot her real name in real life, but the girl who plays Tokyo. Oh, my gosh. Perfect. And we're going to leave it on that note. Um, uh, <laughs> we're going to go to a break and we'll be right back. Uh, see you soon. And we're back on the Wednesday edition of the Morning Buzz here on 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. My name is Brandon Szymanski. I'm hosting this week with Cap Barnett for the WMSC Hello. Morning Buzz Alumni Week. Hey, Alumni Week. <laughs> we're going to move on one. to our next story here. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You like that? Like that yeah. dance move? Yeah, that's. They are know, raising that, the roof. <laughs> as Woo! as the the yeah, I was about to say as the college kids would say nowadays, sheesh. 
or something. I don't know. Oh, Brandon, looks like we're going to have to cut the show short today. Oh, so sorry. So sorry. Thank you. Oh, man. Well, let me tell you, this next story is, is might be my favorite of the day. So a Turkish man has a nose so big it deserved a world record. Mehmet Ozurek, who was verified by Guinness World Records, now owns the record for the biggest nose. His nose was officially measured at 3.46 inches from the bridge to the tip, and he said his large proboscis was the cause of mockery when he was a child, but he came to see it as a benefit. <laughs> the, this quote, this quote is pretty great. The man of a million sniffs had this to say. My friends used to call me big nose to upset me, but I took a look at myself, and that's when I, I looked in the mirror, I discovered myself. God made me like this, and there's nothing that can be done in this situation. I learned to live in peace with my physique. Listen. Okay, so isn't a nose job something to be done? I'm not saying you should get a nose job. I'm not. I'm not saying you should get a nose job. People have been, I hear nose job comments all the time. Whatever. I'm not saying you should get a nose job, but I am saying there is something to be done. If, if he really wanted to do something about it, he could. Yes, he could do I'm something. I'm not saying he should. I'm saying if right. he wanted to, he could. Right. But if he got the nose job, he wouldn't have the world record. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I have a measuring tape right here. I mean, my nose isn't that big, but like, do we want to like? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's I I find it interesting that uh, he's from Turkey. You don't hear too much news out of Turkey, especially news like this, and it's it's fun, you know. Can you imagine now three three? It's almost three and a half inches. When they say yeah. from the bridge to the tip, are they going? Are they going this way? I think they're going from like I your eyebrows to yeah. the tip of your this nose. Way, right? Yeah, yeah, mine's definitely not that big. If it was three and a half inches, like off the face, that would be like a Waluigi style nose, or like <laughs> yes. a like Pinocchio well, nose. There's another really good quote in here, Brandon. I'm sorry, we gotta we gotta loop back to this quote. He. <laughs> the, the Turkish man with the big nose said, quote, I say there's a smell here. Other people say we don't smell that smell. I say you may not smell it, but I can. For example, I enter my house, I can immediately tell which dish is cooked. I oh. mean, I wonder what it'd be so like. So I wonder, I wonder if, oh my God. <laughs> I wonder if there's correlation between smelling ability and size of your nose. I mean, it makes sense, right? He's got more surface area on the inside of his nostrils. He can do party tricks, including inflating a balloon with his nostrils. This man can inflate a balloon with his nostrils. I think that's that absolutely would, I think disgusting. I think I'd pass out. Yeah, and then you just got like a really nasty balloon after that. He really went out of his way one day and was like, I think I could blow a balloon up with my nose. I mean, then but that's how everything's done. How was cheese invented? Uh, yeah. How was, think about all of this stuff. It all started with some really weird story, right? I mean, with I'm just going to be listen, with that. <laughs> if some, if some uh, new product comes out because of the balloon inflated by nose, man, I'll buy it. That's leading <laughs> to some sort of technological advancement. Once again, Amazing. absolutely disgusting. Wow. It's very disgusting. But something that's so, concerning uh, to me, though, before we, before you, I hate to go ahead. that. 
Uh, is could you imagine the smell of walking into like a gym or a locker room that he has oh, to deal no. with? Oh. Like every like imagine all the good smells. I right? bet he like, wears like a cool. nose strip. He has to. Time. Like a nose pin, you know. That's brutal. He's got an eye patch, but just for his nose. <laughs> he might appreciate the masks, actually. Yeah, the mask He's might be great. Yeah, he would appreciate well, them. and this this brings up another question. Can the mask fit over his nose, or does he need a special mask? He probably needs a special. He probably mask. has to like enlarge the straps yeah. on the, yeah. Yeah. the nose. Yeah, that he big. needs he needs the adjustable kind mm-hmm. for sure. He needs a super mask. <laughs> super mask. Perfect. And I'm gonna keep us moving along here to our next. This is our weird story segment of the show. So we're gonna keep us moving to the next weird story. An Alabama woman takes down Walmart. Leslie Nurse, who was falsely arrested for shoplifting at a Walmart and then threatened by the company after her case was dismissed, has been awarded $2.1 million in damages. According to Nurse, she was stopped in November 2016. Oh, wow, this is a long time coming. Like, didn't you graduate from Montclair in 2016, Brandon? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I was taking finals in November 2016. (laughs) Ah, There we go. She was stopped in November 2016 when trying to leave a Walmart with groceries she had already paid for. She was using the self-checkout, but the scanning device froze. The workers didn't accept her explanation, and she was arrested for shoplifting. Her case was dismissed a year later, but then she received letters from a Florida law firm threatening a civil suit if she didn't pay $200 as a settlement. They wanted $200, and they ended up by having to pay her $2.1 million. That's Karma. That's amazing. I mean, Walmart can afford it. Um, oh, Walmart can afford it. <laughs> right. Um, $200 as a settlement, according to her lawsuit. That is more than the cost of the groceries that she was accused of stealing, which again, she says she paid for, but the thing grows. Nurse said Walmart instructed the law firm to send the letters and that she wasn't the only one receiving them. Wow. Wow. And you know, Defense it's, attorneys it's for Walmart crazy said the to me. Legal in Alabama. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me that you know, this probably happens all the time where people are falsely accused. They would rather just not deal with it. They pay the two hundred dollars or hundred dollars or whatever it is, and they go on their way. Yeah, the trial featured testimony that Walmart and other major retailers routinely use such settlements in states where laws allow it. And that Walmart made hundreds of millions of dollars this way in a two-year period. So you're right. People are just Jeez. like, well, hundreds of millions off of $200. I mean, obviously, everyone is not going to be $200, I don't think. But, like, that's, right. it's small money, even saying $1,000. It, it's pennies. But, you know, this is why you have to stand up for yourself. Good on this woman, Leslie. She went after what she knew was right. And look at her. Now she's two, $2.1 million richer. And she got yeah. groceries. Yeah. And she got groceries over Walmart, guys. She, she did, like, you know, get arrested. Paid and, for like, her groceries. She, and she really paid for her groceries, stuff, too. But... It's not even like she got groceries, guys. She paid for her groceries. Bills yeah. are paid. Bills are certainly paid this month um, for this lady. Yo, this is also, though, this is from 2016. You know, self-checkouts come a long way. But in 2016, self-checkout was still, like, you know, not everyone's using it yet. If they do, there's a I couple of still hate that self-checkout <laughs> most of the time. You hate self-checkout? If, well, if you if you don't scan it correctly, you are standing there. And then like at and I mean I moved, so there's not shop right here, but the shop right by me when I, before I moved here in Jersey, like 
they everything you'd scan it'd be like you need an attendant and i'm like why am i at self-checkout if it keeps flashing that i need an attendant to come over so like i've yeah. given up the whole point is that i don't want to talk to people like, I, don't I don't know like God. Like, self-checkout away. maybe it's been a while since you use one in new jersey at least but they're pretty good these days you know? i mean i used one the other day in california i travel a lot for work i used one the other day in california and it was like a non-issue but again this specific mm. shop right in new jersey like ruined it for me maybe Constantly. they were messing with you you need an attendant you need an attendant I know. That happened There's definitely one time been at times where, yeah, oh yeah, I, it's happened to me several times. I mean, you go to the store, you, you've got, a lot of times when you're going to self-checkout, right, you maybe just have a couple things, you mean grab a basket, you're just like running in, mm-hmm. running out, and then you're like expecting to go, and you're like, okay, scan, 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 it's like, please stop scanning and put the first item in the bagging area. Yes, like, no, and then it freaks out. I just want to hold scan. it, I just want to go. <laughs> At Especially that point, you scan the whole cart. Now where like you have to pay for bags too. Like a lot of people are trying not to use bags, and then the thing is freaking out because it's not in the bagging area. And it's just like, but we're not trying to pay pay for those bags, dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, this is once again uh, we are uh, noticing a pattern of problems with the robots. Hour one had it. Hour two had it. We have <laughs> to listen, stop the you. robots. We do have to stop the robots. Not self checkout though. Well, I don't like dealing with the cashiers. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I don't like people. No, I'm not a people person. As a former um, cashier, so. I'm glad everyone's using self checkout. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. actually, same. I used to, I used to be a cashier at Kohl's back in the day. Talk about a throwback. That was like 2011. Um, at least it wasn't you know, a Kmart, when Gabby was in elementary school. school. Yes, um, of course. <laughs> 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 Maybe middle school at that time. Let's <laughs> okay. In the middle still, like, I, I feel old. Wow, I love Kohl's. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Kohl's I cash. Can't go in there anymore. I can't go in there anymore because because I you work there. there. And, yeah, right, I used to but, work there too as well. Flashbacks. There we go. Yeah, major flashback. Wow, look at everybody. <laughs> hey guys, well, Netflix is popping. Onto our Netflix our, is popping. Yeah, our last story No, Brandon, please take it Johnson. away. Well, I will because Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's got a brand new record for Netflix. His latest film, latest film, Red Notice, is now the most watched movie in Netflix history. It's brought in 328.8 million viewing hours as reported by Netflix, which means the previous record held by Sandra Bullock's Bird Box in 2018 has been shattered. Am I the only person who didn't all... watch Bird Box? You're I, not I missing out on much, Kat. It was interesting, but like either. a... Very average. Not... Listen, gonna be honest, not really a Sandra Bullock fan. Wow. Did you watch Red Notice? So, Brandon. No, no. Because he hated Gabby, Sandra you? Bullock. You're a Ryan Reynolds fan. I know so I am, and Red I Notice. haven't. I haven't had the chance, and I keep telling myself I need to watch it. Maybe I'll do it tonight just to get it out of the way. So I am a little biased. Um, I, my agency does work for Netflix, um, and I did work on marketing campaigns for Red Notice. So of course I did watch oh, it. Oh, uh, big time. Um, amazing like like amazing well so the, the main I, characters are all like big stars so i mean oh yeah no it's Pat, great is this the greatest movie ever that we should all watch as soon as possible <laughs> i mean it's been i think it's really funny it depends on your sense of humor like i mean not everyone has that ryan reynolds kind of sense of humor you know because i'm pretty sure ryan reynolds just plays himself in movies at this point um like the rock. i'm pretty sure that's just right i'm pretty sure that's just like who they are i thought it was really funny 
Um, I thought the twists were really good. I thought um, all this stuff and working with Netflix is just such a blast too. Um, we did some really creative things that I, I, I've never done before in marketing that, that, that made it really exciting to work on, so. Well, I have to, to say this fact. 50% of all of Netflix subscribers around the world have viewed Red Notice. And That's a quick huge. Google led me, to, led me to find that there are 209 million subscribers on Netflix currently as of, uh, you know, last year. Hmm. And that's, that's like 104 million people who have seen this movie. So they did this in 18 days. Bird Box did it in four weeks. Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, yep. that's a little bit of an accomplishment right there. Yeah, but again, I, so. I mean, Sandra Bullock is a superstar, but like The, but Rock, the Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot, former WWE champion, The Rock, star the of Rock? Fast and Furious movies, The Rock, Dwayne, Dwayne, The <laughs> Rock Johnson. Did I you guys see on his cooking? Twitter that he was doing like, um, it was like hashtag 12 days of red notice or something like that. And he was calling himself Dwanta because he was like giving stuff away. Dwanta. So like, I gotta see this. The Rock oh just gave I was cracking up. I thought it was great marketing. The Rock's amazing. And then he has this energy drink too um, that he came out with. And apparently it's really good. I've been meaning to go um, to go check it out. The, the DJ I was with at the event that I was um, working for Red Notice was actually drinking it. And I was like, that's really funny. Like, you know, that's Dwayne Johnson's energy drink, right? And he's like, no, I actually didn't realize that. So it was really funny. He's there spinning and drinking a Zoa energy drink, not realizing the correlation. So I have in fact found the tweet. The tweet is okay. He says, here comes Dwanta Claus, here comes Dwanta Claus. That's amazing. Did you, uh, did you guys think I made this up? Do you think no. I'm coming here like lying? I just, no, it's just like, it's good to know. You know, I just, I had to see it for myself. <laughs> you had to see it to believe it, you know? It's like, I gotta see this. Wow. wow. Dwant, I hope Dwanta brings me something good for Christmas. No. <laughs> A so brand new for those of you who movie. guys no. don't know what the <laughs> film's about, um, Red Notice tells the story of an FBI profiler played by Johnson who must partner with the world's greatest art thief, Reynolds, in a daring heist in order to catch a most wanted criminal played by Gal Gadot. Reynolds and Gadot are basically like rival art thieves. And so Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds pair up to try and, yeah. And it's um, lots of twists, really campy. I mean, I love the camp. Bring, bring on the camp when it comes yeah. to these like kind of action comedy things so. and no, addition really to net in addition to netflix uh, this film was also released in theaters last weekend so if you want to go out to the movie theater and see it you have that option as well i think Pretty it'd be cool. great on a big screen yeah it'd be great on a big screen well a lot of action movies are a lot better on big screen because they're literally made for big screen. yeah well i mean we went and obviously we could have watched dune on on uh Ugh at home we went of course we had to go see that in theaters there's no way that was meant to be seen on you know on our television i got problems with dune why do you yeah, have problems? I, actually i don't even call very, it dune i'm sorry i pronounce it dune <laughs> i got so bored in that movie like i gave it a solid 35 minutes as i cannot do this i saw really? timothy chalamet let let, let let walk around <laughs> for a solid <laughs> solid like 40 minutes just talking 
I couldn't take well, it. Well, it was anymore. interesting to me how little um, Zendaya was in the movie. Exactly. That. She was at all of the press stuff. Like, I thought she was going to be, and like, I understand they're totally setting it up for the second film where she's going to be much more involved, but I was expecting her to like mm. be there. And then every time that like she lasted five seconds on the screen, I was like, what is going on? So I, I have not well seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. My friends all really liked it. Uh, they said the only thing they didn't like was the music. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of Timothy Chandelier. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I just, you know, I'll see it eventually. When it comes to, I think you, it's on HBO Max now. So maybe I'll I think it. it's on HBO Max. Um, it's a long one. So be, pre- and just be prepared to just like sit there, maybe eat some popcorn, maybe eat dinner. I, I started um, reading the book, and so like I'm kind of I'm kind of in, interested in it, but I kind of want to. I'm the, the same way. It's on my must. I try not to watch movies without reading the book first, and I'm like a real stickler about it. It drives my fiance nuts. He's like, please, like, <laughs> shut up. You don't need to read every book. So we saw Dune, and I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen the book, and I was like, getting all type A about it. <laughs> um, so it's on my to read list but like it's not usually my type of thing like I saw it in the, the theaters because it's his type of thing but now I like want to read the book so I don't know we'll see yeah I read the Game of Thrones novels and that's not usually my kind of thing either so I'm gonna burn every copy of that book guys Dune shall never be seen by my <laughs> eyes ever again no. anti-Dune over here I haven't even seen it because I didn't Cause I was like, Oh, maybe I'll see it. I love Zendaya. And then everybody's like, well, she's barely in it. And I was like, well, I don't really like Timothy Shablagoo. So I was like, why would I go and see it? So I don't know. And this yeah, is Timothy Charmander is really the only one that I know. I, I'm going to start calling him Timothy champion sportswear. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. I liked that one. <laughs> It took, me, it took me too long to come up with it. It's okay. It's <laughs> I've been sitting here this whole time not saying his name so I could come up with something to like compete with you guys. We appreciate <laughs> the, the respect to the bit. Um, yeah. Before yeah. we go to our break, guys, I will say, Brandon, you'll probably appreciate this. When I first started here on The Buzz, uh, we would mm-hmm. always end the show by with a random Pokemon question for some reason. So okay. maybe we'll bring it back today. I'll, I'll try to think of something. All right. Um, All right. Hopefully you guys also have played this, I'll say, at least two minutes of Pokemon. Uh, otherwise, that segment's going to tank. Uh, but we're going to come back. And when we come back, guys, we're going to talk about you guys as what you're doing <laughs> since your morning buzz oh, gosh. Uh, endings. Uh, we'll do all that when we come back and enjoy the little commercial break we got going on. Oh, my gosh. We are back here on the morning buzz. Uh, guys, it's a very exciting time to be alive these days. So exciting. Because we are here with two morning buzz, legends, icons, originators, trendsetters, anything you want to describe in a good way, that's who they are. Brandon and Kat are here. They hosted the first two hours of the show, and it's been great. It's been fun. But now we have, we're going we're to interview you guys a little bit. Um, oh, goodness. So if you guys want to, you know, go back and forth, that works. I'm just going to ask a question. What have you guys been doing since your time here at the morning buzz? Brandon, well, take okay. it away. You can you go can, first. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> okay. Well, very polite guys. I, uh, so we haven't I, we haven't lost our banter. You know? <laughs> no, no. We have clearly. not talked like this in this forum since we did the morning buzz together. I was actually really nervous that it was gonna be some kind of like awkward like we don't know how to do. And I mean, I, I personally think it's like we haven't lost. We it's like we never. Yeah, stopped. it's been great. I don't know. You guys, the viewers you guys are, are loving like it. Bike. I think you guys yeah, are fantastic. Totally. <laughs> well, thank you. 
Well, after I left Montclair, I graduated at the end of 2016. Technically, 2017 is when I walked. But I was done with school in 2016. And I started working at NBC Universal uh, in February of 2017. And I've been there ever since. I've, I've worked in four or five different departments and doing different things. Right now, I'm a media operations manager. I build out like transcoders for video files and, you know, do inbound and outbound onboarding for a lot of our shows and clients. So it's really cool. Yeah. Just chugging away. And I, you know, I like to fish a lot too. So I've been out there fishing a lot this year, which is cool. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, just living life. I, I moved to a beautiful Vernon, New Jersey. If you've ever been to mountain Creek, you've been to my house. I can see the the ski lift from here that's cool though like yeah, that's a great yeah. area yeah so i'm i'm dying for snow if it would just get a little bit colder oh brandon so what have... are you doing what are we doing here listen snow? i need i need like a i need like a fresh 18 inches i hate the snow you hate a lot of well <laughs> You should leave New Jersey then. I've been yeah. trying. Yeah, but I, I was about to say, Cat went to the cat went to the anti-snow land. Well, it's funny that I did that because I am actually like a big winter person. Like I prefer the cold to the heat. Um, or at least I did until this summer. It was uh, we moved here in March, so we had our first summer here, like basically right after we moved, and it was getting up to one fifteen, I think, at the height of the summer, one fifteen. Um, and, uh, turns out I loved it. I got a tan naturally for the first time in my, actually, I never even fake tan. Like I got a tan. I went home to visit my friends. I'm like, oh my gosh, we've never seen you so crispy. This is amazing. Sorry. My cat is joining. Um, this is what he does. He spends all day on my desk. He's been What's sleeping on the name? couch because it is, it is 545 AM here. Um, his name is Mickey. He's actually also from New Jersey. We adopted him after we got here, but um, my guy, we, yeah, Mickey. Out of the camera. <laughs> oh, we might have to censor that part. Too hot. This is what camera. he does. Like I'm on calls with clients, and it's just whatever. So, um, so I, but I love the heat. Turns out I won't go in the pool if it's under 100 degrees because I don't need the pool if it's under 100 degrees. And like it's, <laughs> like it's a really good life. We're gonna start house hunting early next year, so you know we're doing all that. It's always fun. Stuff. Are you going to be on the show but, House Hunters? No. Oh, come on. I, I don't like, no. You don't I'm like HGTV, the Property Brothers? <laughs> no. More of uh, a fixer-upper guy. A fixer-upper. So, um, to tell you guys what I guess I've been up to, so I finished at Montclair exactly a year before Brandon, so I was or I, uh, technically it was the end of 2015, but I didn't walk until 2016. Um, and I actually started interning at my current company, my last semester of college. So I actually stepped away from the radio station because I finished in three and a half years. So I stepped away from the radio station that last semester to really focus on like internships and like, what am I doing with my life? And then I accidentally never left. They offered me a job. Um, at, at first I was a little nervous. A lot of people were calling me like, a sellout because I was a TV major and now all of a sudden I have a desk job and everyone's like, you're a sellout. But like, guys, I work with Netflix. <laughs> guys, like <laughs> I work with you, you, I'd say. Like, I mean, I honestly think it's super in line. It's all entertainment. Um, we have major, major entertainment clients. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and I have been there six and a half years, including my internship. 
and it um it's great i'm now the senior director of marketing and media strategies so i do a lot of media buying i do a lot of digital media buying which is different than traditional media buying i work with influencers i travel to events um this red notice thing i was mentioning we worked with tailgates at, at five different schools across the country that are red and we did branded tailgate trailers. We're giving out swag and had Jenga and cornhole. So I went to Cincinnati for the first time to, to go and be at that event. So like, there's always really cool stuff going on and it keeps me on my toes. And I like that I'm not doing the same thing um, every day. And they let me move to Vegas. I work East Coast hours <laughs> from the West Coast. So my workday starts at 6.30 a.m. every day, but I'm done by three. And during the summer when it's over hundred degrees, that means I can go in the pool or I could go and, you know, I can go shopping and all this stuff that I didn't have when I, you know, the East coast commute to Manhattan every day thing. You know, the biggest relief is now um, for, for me at least is that you don't have to deal with any kind of cold weather. You get Las Vegas. I mean, you, you should brag about no, I mean, that a little bit more. What, I mean, it gets cold. Like, like it's going to be in the thirties at night, but like, that's when no one's oh. out because we're in the middle of the desert. So it does get cold overnight. And like in the month of December, typically the average temperature is only in the, like the high fifties, but like mm. that's as cold as it gets during the I rescind my hours. Cat. Don't brag about it. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm just saying, but Still I mean, like cold. I'm going back to New Jersey next week and I'm really not looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, was, oh yeah. It's it cold here. It was snowing here yesterday. It was. Right. And yep. I'm sure Brandon right. was very happy about it. I was. I was stoked. I was like, let's <laughs> go. More of it, please. <laughs> you two are in such different like areas. Like he's in the cold, yeah. you're in Vegas. Well, it was so funny. Like you guys hit me up about doing this. And I was like, you know, I have to wake up at 3 a.m. for this, right? Like, <laughs> like, am I really gonna commit to waking up at and then they were like, Well, Brandon's doing it, and like Sam's gonna be there. And I was like, can't let them do it without me like selfishly like, i'm gonna have like i can't like, can't that's miss not cool. it like i can't not do it so like i went to bed at eight o'clock last night what time is 3 a.m it's it's 5 49 right now oh my <laughs> wait oh. could you tell could you guys not tell that i started this thing at 4 a.m literally could not no you okay. have amazing Chad, you've been killing it <laughs> well well i mean this yeah. This brings it back to when Kat first and I, Kat and I first started doing the show. It was three hours, not two. We used to do from the 6 a.m. hour to nine. Wow. So we would get up. I lived in the villa, or I lived in Sinatra at the time, and the shuttles didn't run yet. So I would always have to walk all the way. To I the lived, studio. I mean, I didn't live that That's far. Pain. I think I was in Blanton at that time. Um, and That's yeah, less I mean, pain. <laughs> so it was cold and it was dark i remember i would take selfies in, in like the pitch black darkness um yeah yeah that's yeah, me when duncan, I duncan wasn't even open yet like we would oh go gosh, to the show no. and i couldn't even have coffee because duncan wasn't open doing the morning buzz is what started my caffeine addiction a hundred percent i don't think i was i i think that's true i that's a good call <laughs> you guys might it was be a right commitment. i've noticed um a lot of the new freshmen that have started here might have a bigger addiction than than you guys because they're down in like two monsters before the show even starts. I don't know how. It's I mean, that's totally my energy. I switch off some days. I do, and this is how you know that like I'm not a real adult yet. Is some days I'm doing Red Bull, <laughs> and some days I'm doing coffee. But um, yeah, no, I get. I that. can't do the energy drinks in the morning. Uh -huh. 
Oh, I love no. energy drinks. It's coffee or nothing, pretty much. It's no, a different kind of buzz for me, though. So it depends on the type of energy I need for the day. If I know work's going to be rough, I think I'd rather drink an energy drink than a coffee. <laughs> Coffee's like Just because nice... it gets me on, like, high alert. Mm. I feel like coffee is like a, a like a tame energy, whereas like an energy drink yeah. is just like a punch in the face, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had espresso day? before? Oh, yeah. so I didn't realize. Not. So I'm mm. an espresso machine, and uh, for a minute I didn't realize I was making the espresso pods. I thought I was making my normal coffee pods. I didn't realize and I was like, why is my machine not working? So I'd run it through like three times, and then I realized that I was drinking triple espressos by accident. Um, and so for <laughs> for like for like a month my heart rate is just like all the time. And I was like, what is going on? Why is this coffee machine not working? And I realized I was drinking espresso instead of normal coffee. Oh my God. That's insane. That's like when people come to Dunkin' and order like, yeah. order like four shots of espresso in their Amer- Americano. And I'm like, just get espresso. <laughs> it's not an Americano anymore. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, I love dirty chai lattes. Like, please let's put espresso in my chai tea, which I think is okay. Oh, okay it's not like putting espresso in coffee i guess hey guys um i love coffee um but i want to know more about your guys's time here at the morning buzz you know what was that like tell us uh, some of your best memories the highlights everything in between man i mean i i we started the morning buzz way back i mean we were the first co-hosts and we had what year was it 2014 I think 2014 or yeah, no, it must've been either 14 or 15. But well, I graduated. We, I, mean, I think it was. Yeah. yeah so it must've been 14 and we, you know, it was a really small team. It was Juan producing for us and it was me and you. And we had like two or three newscasters. We only did it one day a week. It wasn't the, the five day a week format yet. And we just had a ton of fun and then it, it just grew and grew from there. And, you know, after cat in left, the same way started... we were joking about everything like that's what we did then too everything it was meant to be fun where you're what was up what was our slogan get up with us or something like that and we were like and we did all these photo shoots to, yes and that's get what up you guys, with us yeah and that's what you guys <laughs> saw um on the promo photo that uh that wmsd shared on facebook Greg and I did all these photo shoots, like us in our PJs, pretending we're tired, drinking coffee, us in suits, like in a power stand, like yeah, drinking our coffee. I, my hair is just a little bit different from those those pictures. I've I'm just a little bit, you know. <laughs> You're edgier so slightly longer, yeah. It's yeah, and just, it's actually funny. I looked at those photos and I was like, I was skinnier in college, which which tracks honestly but like <laughs> besides that I look the same my hair was the same I was like oh my gosh because I changed my hair all the time Brandon you, you might remember that like I would be like I'm a redhead oh I have a pixie cut now oops now I'm a brunette <laughs> oh now I look like Draco Malfoy with like platinum blonde hair <laughs> like oops <laughs> but my hair in those promo photos is exactly the same it is now and so that's really funny yeah yeah and I mean I you know after you had graduated I hosted with Sam I hosted with uh Elena, I host. I think I hosted with Sandy Williams for a little bit. You know, it was just so much fun, and it was always something I looked forward to. And you know, I had my own show a couple of different times. I think I had Whatever Wednesdays and Manic Mondays. I was really bad at naming my show. If you couldn't, so that's funny. Like I the, never, what? I didn't do my own, my own show. So I, I'm not, I'm not bashing anyone, but like, so I. <laughs> <laughs> I went to one of the few high schools in the state that has its own radio station. So I got certified to be on air and to operate the board and stuff in high school. And in theory, my certification should have crossed over to college because of the length of time. And 
WMSC was like, sorry, you need to get certified again. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Like I already, I already <laughs> did it. I'm not doing it again. So I actually never got like recertified by WMSC. So I could never run the board. So I could never have my own show. So whatever. So I always just tagged along to other people's shows and would show up and be like, Hey, I'm your host now, um, which was just totally my MO. And I don't want to say I'm lazy, but I guess I was just, I didn't want to do the same thing again. So I just, <laughs> I just, hey, I just I didn't, but, but it was terrible. So in high school, I insisted, um, talking about bad names, I insisted that my radio show was called The Litter Box. Because <laughs> you're a cat. <laughs> That's the litter so box. good. See, and I, I was like, that. I was like, I was like, we're going to just talk smack about things because that's what I do. So it was called the litter box. And I love that. That's 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 what I did in high school um, where I was actually, I was the news director at my high school radio station. And then I had this like, kind of like, I'm not getting certified again. So like, I didn't do, that's why I didn't do WMSC my freshman year because I was kind of salty about it. So then when I did join, they're like, oh, you have all this experience (laughs) already here. You're the news director. And I was like, Bet. Literally, day day (laughs) day three, I was now in charge. I was co-news director with Caitlin Schofel. Um, and then uh they moved me over to sports. And I was like, you guys know I only know hockey, right? And like, (laughs) you'll learn, you'll learn. And all of a sudden I'm covering basketball and I'm covering football, and I have a team going to Michigan to do broadcasts, and like it was really cool, but I was just doing everything by the seat of my pants, which is kind of how I still live my life. So I guess it tracks. <laughs> Isaiah and Gabby, have you guys ever seen in the studio or around the, the old sticker with the old logo? It looks like a cassette tape. Oh, you gotta you gotta let us know where it is. Yeah, there's tons <laughs> of stickers here. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if it's still there or not anymore. It was a sticker that I had made as the promotions director back way back in the day. But I still have a couple of them. There's one on my guitar case and stuff like that. But I did that. And I was also the music librarian when we uh, moved over to NextGen. Previously, like people used to just plug in their computers. And then we put everything on NextGen so everybody could just go right off NextGen. So that was a big, a big change for the station. But yeah, I mean, we were there for a lot of, it was a very interesting time because a lot of things were changing. You know, when we started the radio, Annabella hadn't come to Montclair yet. And when well, she did, I actually have never this... worked with Annabella. That's right. Which, so That's so right. it's so it's really funny to me because um Kenny reached out to me. He was like, I'd never heard of you before. And I was like, That's super offensive. Like I'm literally <laughs> the first female sports director of the first <laughs> of the morning wow. You put like, it very I, greatly. I, I was like, I'm an icon. Like, what are you talking about? And then I realized, <laughs> then I realized it's because I'm like the last of the people who never worked with Annabella. And that's because my last semester of college, I stepped away to focus on my career. And that's when Annabella started because that's when Dick retired. So it's really, it's really funny. And and that's when it kind of hit me, but I was like, what do you mean? Like, I literally, like I did so much cool stuff. I was like, we were (laughs) totally going after those, those like, we, we sent a team to Michigan. Like yeah. we were yeah, the first people right. to do that. Like I'm an icon. <laughs> I mean, like yes, I have an ego. I'm always gonna have an ego. The but goat. like, you know what I mean? I did. I did all this really cool stuff, and I was like, wow. Like, do I want to do this if these people don't even know who I am? And then I realized that's why it's because Annabella and I never worked together. So like, she yeah. doesn't. So it's offensive who's gonna tell me stop knowing who you are? I'll, I'll make Kenny <laughs> remember the name Cat for you. I'll oh, make yeah. him remember. He'll never. Forget. Well, there were tons of jokes and so you know how I don't know if you guys still do it but we had photos of all of the like the management team members up next to the office door and mine was not a photo of myself mine was a photo of a basketball player 
slam dunking a cat. Like, I don't know. Like, there's just these, like, <laughs> and I'm the one who hung up all those CDs in the old, you know, office. Like that was my big pet project for the station. So it's like, it's just really funny that I was just like, wow, I thought I had such an impact and I'm old and no one knows who I am. <laughs> we know who you are. We remember you, cat. But, but that's it. And You're I was like, why do they know Brandon? And I was like, well, Brandon was there a full year after me. And he got to work with Annabella, who I've heard amazing things about, but I just never was graced with that opportunity because I was like, I got to focus on my career because I'm graduating and I'm boring. <laughs> Adulting. Ugh. Gotta love it. And then you're going to pop a Red Bull. Um, <laughs> casually, mm-hmm. of course. Hey, guys. But I, I just wanted to say thank you to Isaiah and Gabby, Kenny, Annabella, everybody for, for setting this all up and for reaching out to us. This has been so much fun. This is amazing. I'm so glad that I woke up at 3 a.m. for you guys. <laughs> we appreciate it from both you guys. Uh, we cannot thank you enough for coming back here on WMSC Upper Montclair, the morning buzz. It was such a fun time to have you guys toasting. And, you know, we can't wait to see what happens next for you guys, you know? Maybe more Netflix premieres, more NBC stuff. You know, you guys are out there killing the game. And it was great to have you back <laughs> on the show. That does it here for the Wednesday edition of the Morning Buzz, though. Once again, guys, thank you very much. And we can't wait to talk again. Thank you guys so much. Bye, all Thank you. Hope to get updates soon. <laughs>